This is Tiger Cats post game on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats give it their all in a really feisty battle between the Cats. They end up on the tough end of a 17 to 12 decision at BC Place to the Lions, who, as RJ said, improved to four and one, and the Tiger Cats dropped to one and five. Bob O'Neill along with you, Andy Fantuz. Boy, so many moments there, Andy, where you kind of thought it was the Tiger Cats going to get over that hump and get themselves in control in terms of a lead in this football game, but for many different reasons. It just didn't happen. Yeah, showed a lot of promise there throughout the game and uh, uh, just mistakes at the wrong times. That was that was what it was. There, there were some opportunities to to put the ball in the air uh, to to some of the receivers, and they, they just didn't just didn't get kick quite far enough, uh, a uh, throw far enough. Uh, Tim White had a bunch of chances downfield, and the throws were just a little short, or he couldn't make a, a challenge, a, a contested catch. Um, they showed a lot of grit and a lot of fight, and those you know those two turnovers on downs really really ended up being costly. I mean, all the turnovers. The last one didn't really uh, make a difference, but the three turnovers, of course, made a big difference. Um, it, this is a disappointing one for me because I feel like they, you know, they played well enough to win. Um, just when you when you add up the missed field goal at the end of the first half, uh, that then they could, if they would have hit that, they could have been, you know, in, in ready to kick a field goal to take the lead there at the end of the game instead of have to go for it on third and three. Um, just little things two point compiling. Convert. The two-point convert that they missed. They, the little things are compiling up and compiling up, and to me it was just a, a, a scenario of missed opportunities. Uh, defensively, they, they played they played pretty well. I mean, they, they had a lot of tackles for loss, a lot of second and longs for the, the Lions offense. However, they, they, um, the Lions were able to string together some of those second and longs at key times and end and, and, and those in touchdowns. Um, but overall, you've got to be happy with your effort. Special teams played great. Just one penalty that, that hurt them, uh, a holding penalty that set them back with terrible field position. Uh, but other than that, you've got to be happy overall. In our post-game, so, as always, we will have a review. Andy's car star. <laughs> Three keys to victory. Coach O will join us. We'll get into the locker room, talk to a player, and of course talk to our performer. We'll uh, name our performer of the game as presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. So let's uh, review our car star. Three yeah. keys to victory. Let me just let me just clear that up. I I, I don't think you're going to be happy with a loss. That's not what I meant by that. You're no, gonna I, be you're going to be happy with the effort. Happy with uh, some aspects of the game, but to me, it's a disappointing loss. It's not it's not a an obvious play it's just little little issues here and there that they they played well enough to win they um these are the games you got to learn how to how to find a way to win and they just couldn't get it done let's review your card start uh, keys to victory well if number one was tie cat run defense and uh I, i'm gonna give them a, a big a big check mark on this one they they gave up a, a early 37 yard rush that was um the t the lions were were pinned deep and they got them out to midfield and they had a, they had another 12 yarder and another nine yarder in the game but other than that uh, you you kind of you kind of 
balance those against all the tackles for losses on the in the run game, and um, in the second and longs those caused that that's a big a big positive for me. Another aspect of that that was really important was that to, to contain Nathan Rourke and make sure he he didn't break the pocket and have any 10 or 20 yard rushes. And uh, I believe he ended up four four rushes for eight yards. Um, so that was uh, that was outstanding. Number three. Number number two. Number two. Turn. Number two. You're, you're good. Ahead, it's, yeah. it's late. <laughs> it's getting late. Number two. Smothering special teams. Another one. Another big. A big big check mark for me. I mean, they they were the coverage team was outstanding. The punting was great. Michael Domingala, he crushed it, and and the cover teams were great. And other than that one holding penalty and the missed field goal, um, they really dominated. They dominated from start to finish on the special teams. Don Miguel averaging over 50 yards a punt tonight. Number three. Number three was win the turnover battle, and they did not win that with that late with that late interception. It was four to three uh, for the Lions, and uh, yeah, a couple crucial ones. A couple crucial ones. The the uh, you know we already discussed it here, and, and the, it's just if you can get that. Like the defense playing well, causing, forcing some turnovers. If you can just limit your turnovers to one or zero or even two, I mean, you win that ball game. So it's uh, disappointing. Let's name our performer of the game as presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. And it's coming from the defense. It is, yeah. I think, uh, well, Braylon Addison had a great game on offense, really slippery finding ways to to will that offense to first downs and 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 uh but i mean tunde adelike was outstanding in the first half his uh he was all over the field making key open field tackles on on some of the most dynamic players in the league and uh, and then came came up with that big interception late in the game to give the tie cats feel great field position uh, for a chance to win the game. So giving them a chance to win the ball game and keep it a minute in the first half, seven tackles, one interception, Tunde Adelike. Congratulations. Joining us for our post-game roundtable from the booth, uh, Luke Tasker and RJ Broadhead. Again, uh, guys, this is one of those situations where, uh, again, you're, you're close, but Luke, you're just not there. I mean, I think, I think really what I want to focus on is the two final drives of the game. Uh, a 14-play, 89-yard drive that stalls at the BC 11, and then the three-and-out from the 55-yard line, which includes that time count violation. Yeah. Again, as Andy said, these little tiny things are, are turn out to be massive. Yeah, and the spotlight's been on the offense all year and for their inability to find to, to find those things that, that they have to do. And, you know, that that's such a great position to be in where they were on their second-to-last drive, which was at the 10-yard line, but still a first down to be made. You know, they, it wasn't first and goal, or wasn't second and goal, first and goal. And so you got to be able to convert those and to get into that first down, to get that refresher downs there right close to the goal line. And uh, that, dri that drive to be stopped short on that, on that run play after what was by far their best run game on the season. And, you know, I, I, it, it's easy or... Or it can be, you know, we have a tendency to sit back and say, what play should have been called, you know, at there. And, and you know, there's just, the, the run game was rolling there. So, you know, maybe maybe that's fine, a fine call there to go, to go try to get that first down. But it's just one of the things that goes into the category that you could fix. And I like the way Andy put it, that teams, you got to find, you just got to find a way to win these games. Because, 
you look at it, you know, you go to the 30,000-foot view, and you're not going to win every game in a, in a season, but it's these kind of games that you have to figure out how to come out on top of when you're when things are going generally well. You look back to a missed field goal that would have made this into a, put this into a, a, a two-point game, you know, and then and then would have been able to, uh, that, that last two drives would have looked very different. But, you know, you can point your finger at any, any phase of the game. It's about being uh, complimentary and cohesive with everything and uh, a lot of things to be hopeful for but uh, unfortunately another one in the loss column. Folks we have exclusive access to the coaching room. Time to check in with Coach O as presented by Access Storage. Coach O, Bob O'Neill here and the rest of the boys here. Boy the fight yep. for your football team was outstanding tonight but unfortunately you're just coming up a bit short. Yep. I uh, couldn't be more pleased with the effort. Um very frustrated with the execution uh, at times. Um, you know, 12 games left, and we'll regroup, and uh, we'll start our season uh, with the Eastern Conference. But, uh, yeah, this is a tough one, guys. Coach, you got to be happy with the with the special teams play tonight and, and really throughout the season so far. Um, can you, what are some takeaways you can, you can bring, bring from, from the special teams group after this game? Well, you know, I'm happy to I'm happy to single out positives from all three phases, but you know, just need to know that uh, we're we're not we're not in this for, for for moral victories, and we're not in this we're in this thing to win it, and we put ourselves in position to win this football game a few times. Um, when it comes to special teams, I thought we did a I thought we did a, a real good job of uh, covering. You know, I thought you know. Would have liked to have been perfect on field goals, but uh, they've they've been solid all year, and, and we lean on them a little bit. So um, it, there's definitely lots of positives to build on. We got to find a way to put it in the W column. Uh, Coach, you know, out west on a short week and against a team that you know everybody has. It's been a storyline in the CFL that is the BC Lions and Nathan Rourke, but. You know, this a lot of things looked different in the positive for you guys tonight, and specifically on the run game offensively and the defensive uh, uh, stop. Can you speak to maybe some changes that were made or or uh, why that looks so different uh, on the run game? Well, I think it's just a combination of a, a commitment to it, maybe some uh, longer edges schematically and those type of things. Um, you know, it's... There's just there's just type of emphasis that you put on it and things that we wanted to uh, establish uh, to open things up for us, um, you know. And I thought, uh, you know, there's just a, a few second and longs we'd like to get off the field defensively. But overall, you know, I know they had a, a you know the explosion early, but you know that they're a good running football team also, and they had the one explosion early there. So you know, there, there's always lots of positives to draw on. Um, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super, I'm super proud of the effort. You know, they came out uh, fresh and we're coming on a, a short week and we had opportunities to win, dang it, and we just didn't get it done. Coach O, thanks so much for joining us again. Another tough one. Uh, we look forward to chatting to you a little bit later in the week and uh, heal up, rest up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining All us. All right, we'll see you guys back in Hamilton. Thanks. Coach O from the room. Uh, as presented by Access Storage, we'll get in back to the room and talk to player a little bit later. Or guys, uh, Arch, I'll throw this to you here. I think a lot of coaches in the Canadian Football League like to break up their seasons into thirds. I don't know what one in five tells you. I guess you are what you are, but uh, I, 
something to build on. I mean, I, I thought this was an outstanding effort tonight. It, it was. Tough place to play. One of the top teams in the CFL and a missed field goal and a missed two-point convert. And now you've got a, a tie game. So there's your five points right there. They just have to capitalize when they get opportunities. Three of the losses for the Tiger Cats this year have been five points or less. So, yes, they are one in five. But five of those games were against West Division opponents. And they won their one game against the East Division. Now they have six in a row against the East Division. In my opinion, one and five isn't good. We, we know that. You can't change that. The numbers don't lie. But these next six games are the season for the Tiger Cats. Four against Toronto, two against Montreal. If they're successful in those games, that sets the Tiger Cats up for, for a good finish. Let's get right back down to the locker room again to connect with Don Jackson. This exclusive post-game interview is presented by Access Storage. Don, uh, again, good to see you back on the field. There was a commitment to the running game today. Uh, yes, sir. And there was some there was some success for you guys out there running the ball today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our biggest thing was to make sure we try to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, that was one of our game plans when we came out. Um, we had time. There was times where we were really good at that, and there were times that we weren't. So. Um, that's a good football team over there. You got you got to hand it to them. Hey Don, so this game is the the first game in the season where you watching. You kind of really felt like you had that will and that desire to just do whatever it takes offensively. I mean, breaking tackles, yes. being slippery, uh, having long fourteen play drives, and and that it, it's a lot of fun to play in those type of games. And what mm -hmm. what. Like, what was the mood, like, coming into this game and throughout the game? Was it a little bit different than the past games? Uh, completely motivated. That's really what it was for us. We know we know a situation that we're in, and we're just trying to just go out and actually just play some good football. That's all we want to do is go out there and try to play some good, clean football. And we're not executing right now. That's what it is. We're not executing right now. So we just got to keep going. We got to keep going to work and keep working hard and then and see what we can do to, to get this thing right. Don, uh, Luke here, and Andy and I were both part of a uh, team that went to the Grey Cup at 2-5. Uh, and five, So yes, sir. It, uh, it can happen uh, up here. But uh, really impressive performance tonight. Um, uh, can, you, can you speak to maybe what you're hoping to continue? What, what, was, what worked so well tonight in the run game that you haven't had in the early weeks? And uh, what are you looking to, to keep going in that uh, way? Um, really just building momentum off the, off, the, off the group that we have. Um, those guys are busting their ass, man. They're in there till five o'clock, six o'clock. When guys are gone, they're in there five or six o'clock every day, and it's just gonna take that. It's gonna take us to be able to keep uh, working on the run game and giving our offense the opportunity to uh, not play behind the sticks. You know what I mean? So that's our biggest focus. Our biggest focus. We're motivated. We we're not we're not wilting for a second. Uh, we're excited to go back to work, and we're excited to improve off the things that we did well and get better at the things that we didn't. Well said, Donnie. Uh, you got a, a full week ahead of you before the next game and a big six-game stretch against all East teams yeah. um, leading up to Labor Day. So uh, you, I know you're a game-time decision going in. Did you come out healthy? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to try getting that training room, man, ice it up so I can be ready for next week, baby. All of us. Right on, bud. Well, uh, safe travels home and, and good luck down this next uh, middle part of the season. Andy, Luke. Bub, all you guys, man. Appreciate you guys so much. Good See you soon. Down. Thank you so all much right. there, Don. Don Jackson, right. part of a rushing crew. They passed the, the century mark, which was a good thing. And, again, 
I, I thought it really made that offense at times really chew up yardage. I mean, again, we'll go right back to that second-to-last drive. Uh, again, you talked about it. It was a, a hundred yards to glory there, Luke, and, and they ended up getting 89, getting to the BC 11 before they stalled on third down. I'm going to talk to you just on the second, the last drive there, the unfortunate third down, or at least second down time count violation. What, what do you think what happened there? It's tough. I mean, there's a lot of, you kind of get a sense of, of hurry and things are moving quickly and there's a lot to communicate with every play. And so, you know, you could clearly see on the, uh, you know, as you're watching that, you know, Dane was of the opinion that he got that off in time, you know, uh, obviously doesn't matter now but it was it must have been very very close and uh and in these in the last three minutes you don't get a uh you know you don't get a, a yardage penalty and so you actually lose a chance to to move the ball down the field and it's just incredibly costly and it's that kind of thing in in a couple games and a lot of the games you can point and say well it was the turnovers were the issue and then tonight you say you have a couple turnovers on downs that were problematic and um three in fact turnovers on downs uh in this game and and then, uh, and then there's a couple times where throughout the season where they've had penalties, and you can point your finger there. But you've got to get to a place in in sort of the maturity and the energy of the team where uh, the mistakes that you do make in a night are are enough to be overcome. That your positive plays can overcome those negative ones, and just hasn't happened uh, for the Ticats. RJ, it's the uh, Montreal Alouettes next. The second place, they came mm -hmm. up with a huge win tonight. Uh, really hung in there in the nation's capital, 40-33. to 33. Again, a game just like this one that went right down to the final play. Um, I think we've kind of hinted at it a little earlier this week. Kahari Jones coming yes. in as a consultant. Yes. Um, maybe there's some secrets that we know about <laughs> Danny Machocha's Alouettes that uh, can be exposed next week, next Thursday. I would think there would definitely be uh, a lot of uh, insider trading, so to speak, with, <laughs> with Kahari Jones joining the, the Tiger Cats. It, it can only help, and he's such a, a, a great mind in the CFL. Just to add him to the staff is, I, I only see positives of it. And we, we saw some, some flashes on the offense, maybe a couple of little changes. He's had a chance to watch the team through a whole game. I think it will make a, a big difference. You know, Tiger Cats have come close. In a lot of games, losing by five points or less in three games, Ottawa, like they they could have won all their games but one. They've they've been right there. So, you know, Sean Burke has has done a good job putting that Red Blacks team together, and it, it this is when the season starts, in my opinion, for the Tiger Cats. I'm not worried about the first six games. <laughs> Next Thursday, season starts. <laughs> if the Tiger Cats lose that game I'll be a little bit concerned <laughs> yeah but it was fun to watch I'll tell you that I, I love seeing those long gritty drives uh put together I like I love seeing you know tackles for losses on the defense that outstanding coverage I I really enjoyed this game it's just uh it's a really disappointing disappointing loss because it felt like they played they were the better team they played well enough to win and uh but a lot of the you know, Ellis for lesson and a lot of good lessons. And, and like you said, they, they had, you know, 
the whole season's ahead of them still. They're in that position. Yeah. Well, I don't think we have to rest up our bodies like the Tiger Cats players do, but we do have to rest up. And I know many of you that are joining us here late, late at night, about 1.20 in the morning, we thank you so much for joining us. Tough one for the Tiger Cats as they fall to 1-5. 17-12 is the decision here. The BC Lions are winners. They improved to 4-1. and one. Thank you for listening. For Andy Fantuz, Mr. Broadhead and Mr. Tasker, I'm Bubba O'Neill. We'll be back on the air next Thursday for Tiger Cats pregame. As presented by Journey Rewards, it is the host Hamilton Tiger Cats welcoming the Montreal Alouettes in what will be a very, very important part of the schedule as they face those East teams right here at Tim Hortons Field. Join us there on the Tiger Cats audio network, please.